Oh gosh, I didn't think of how I'm gonna start this one. Oh, this this podcast is going to be set in Germany, but for no reason at all, for no discernible <laughs> reason whatsoever, we are in Germany. Don't worry uh, about why, we just are, okay? Now are we in East Germany or West Germany? <laughs> oh, I'll never tell. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to the show. My name is Luke. Hi. My name is Zach, the evil one. Oh, does that make me the boring one? Yeah, the sort of wooden and the underactive <laughs> one. I think you might this be. This week on the show, we're talking about a movie called Blood Link from 1982 for this podcast that we do that's called Broke Box Office. Broke Box Office. Hey, an 80s really jumping movie. right back in. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> so cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's some people who are uh, acting in Dude, this movie. Dude, I recognize the main guy so hard, and I specifically didn't look it up because I wanted to be surprised when you tell me where I know him from. I mean, is it disappointing if I say I really am not sure? Huh. Right off the bat, that's true. I guess I've watched a lot more dumb shit than you have. He has he has eighty something credits, mm-hmm. so he has like a bunch. Uh, he has one from this year, so like he's still working. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, some of my favorites included 2007's Hitler Meets Christ, uh, where he plays <laughs> Hitler. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, we gotta watch that movie. I mean, his his biggest thing apparently is Law and Order. He was on Law and Order. From 1990 to 1994, huh. it looks like. And then he got fired, and there's a bunch Whoop. of rumors about like why he got fired, and he was awful uh. to work with, and yada, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing that is like a really big thing for him, honestly. I, I'm not sure where you would know him from. All right. Well, I'm going to look up um, his Wikipedia while you talk about the rest of the stuff. And see have you ever I... seen oh. Holo- Holocaust with Meryl Streep? No, I realized what it is. It's on the oh. top of his w- Wikipedia. It's cue the winged serpent and the oh. stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff. He's in the stuff. Yeah. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. Of course. How could um. you forget the stuff? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is Michael Moriarty. I don't remember if I even said his name. Uh, he's mm-hmm. the lead. Uh, he's both of the leads. Ooh. Oh. Um, we have Penelope Milford. I did like played... that. I don't know if you noticed, but he had two credits at the end. Yes. Yeah. That was so cheesy. <laughs> so goofy. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, uh, Penelope Milford plays uh, Julie, who's uh, like the good guy's uh, girlfriend. girlfriend. She, okay, yeah. I believe she's still alive, but she retired from acting in the late 90s. She hasn't done anything since the late 90s. Okay. Um, she is in Heather's, uh, which I thought was cool. Oh. Like if I went back and watched Heather's, I feel like I might recognize her yeah, because she's her she's like in the top six credits in Heather's. Wow. So Some I character named Pauline. She must have been a teacher at that point. Wait, when was Heather's made? I forgot. Heather's is eighty eight. Yeah, so she must have been. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess she does look pretty young in this. Yeah. Who knows? She's in it though. She looks um, weirdly young. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought she was, you know. She's fine. She was Whatever. fine. Honestly, most of the people were fine, I thought. Yeah. There's it's... this guy, Cameron Mitchell, uh, <laughs> who 
he just was kind of he plays Bud Waldo, who's like the the prize fighter who they yeah. he, he meets over there, and he's just like a real old school kind of like cowboy TV shows kind of guy, uh-huh. uh, like for working a ton back in the fifties and sixties. Um, yeah, I just thought that was kind of fun. His name I recognized. Um, he's a guy, and I don't remember if it's it's either Mystery Science Theater or uh, Red Letter Media. Yeah, uh, like you know, love Cameron Mitchell and like watching his you know terrible movies. <laughs> That's funny. Um, one of those two. <laughs> um, and then there's also Sarah Langenfeld, who plays uh, his daughter, the daughter Christine, who the guy has mm-hmm. like the affair with in Germany. Yeah. She <laughs> has done basically nothing. She has like four credits. Uh, hmm. But, you know, it's 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 weird. I thought she was fine in this, too. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Last person I want to talk about was uh, Martha Smith, who played uh, the prostitute. Uh, the mm. sex worker, rather. Mm-hmm. And she was in uh, National Lampoon. She was in Animal House. Um, <laughs> okay. I could see that, I guess. Yeah. She's and comfortable she's with her shirt in, off. Like a bunch of stuff since then. Um, looks like a lot of kind of comedies and schlocky kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then when they made that movie with uh, Will Forte about National Lampoon, oh, uh, yeah? the, a futile and stupid gesture, she was in that as well. So oh, I thought that I was kind of cute. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That was a good movie, and I never even cared much about National Lampoon. Yeah, that was a kind of a good movie. I remember uh, enjoying that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I really wanted to talk about cool. with the acting. They really are are billing Michael Moriarty, like, super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I mentioned he he did a bunch of stage work before he got into mm. film. I think prior to this, he already was a Tony Award winner. Oh, shit. Which is insane, but I feel like yeah. that on some level kind of makes sense with his yeah. performance here as the evil twin. Is it's oh, very sort of camp and <laughs> and broad. Yeah, this is sort of a departure. But one of the first things that comes up on the bottom of the IMDb page that says "more like this," you might also like Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. I noticed that too, dude. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it is similar to that movie in more ways than one. Um, well, I can talk about. Uh, this was directed by Alberto De Martino, who did a lot of schlock like this. Um, the only one I recognized was, speaking of Mystery Science Theater, he directed The Puma Man, which is a great episode of that program. The and Puma Man? A super great movie, yeah. <laughs> it's about a superhero who um, can fly. I don't really remember anything else about it. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Donald Pleasance is in that movie, weirdly. Oh, that man. dude that dude is in some of the best movies of all time and some of the worst movies of all time. Yep. <laughs> uh, he's in two of like my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Those being Halloween and uh, uh Wake and Fright, in case anyone cares. <laughs> seen Wake and Fright. <laughs> Gotta check it out, dude. I got to. Um the screenplay here was by Theodore Epstein, who uh started writing in the fifties. Uh he did mostly T V shows, it looks like, uh episodes of stuff like uh, the Untouchables, Mod Squad, Kung Fu, and As the World Turns. Hmm. Um, and I noticed that this was his last credit, so I don't know what happened, but Whoa. maybe he he was just like, all right, never mind, I hate this. What? Yeah, what made him decide he wanted <laughs> to write a horror feature? I don't know. I, I, don't, Weird. I didn't look too closely, but I didn't see a lot of other features in there. Yeah. Um, again, and actually Theodore Epstein, probably not Italian, but a lot of these other people who are, are Italian people with just like a bunch of Italian credits. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The music, speaking of, is by Ennio Morricone. Yeah. Um, which is insane. Dude, which I could I... not fucking believe that. When that came <laughs> up at the beginning, I was like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I had a weird feeling that we had done a movie with that he had scored before, but I couldn't. I looked through and I couldn't see it, um, hmm. so I guess I'll talk about him briefly here. Uh, yeah. He's Ennio Morricone. He's super famous. Yeah. You know who this is. Um, he did like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, maybe I won't talk about him. You should know who this is if you're yeah. listening to this show. <laughs> one of the all-time um, pioneers of synth music. Yeah, and and one of the all-time like if you know any, I mean you know maybe John Williams or yeah. uh, or uh, no I can't even think of the other guy's name Howard Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But Ennio Morricone is like the guy who does movie scores for a while. Um, I did. This is one thing I didn't realize. Apparently, he did the score for the thing, which. Uh, oh, nice. I thought. Uh, john carpenter was was handling that but maybe huh. they work together i don't know um cinematography was by romano albani who also did inferno and phenomena which are two um mm-hmm. uh fuck what is that guy's name the jello guy um suspiria oh what the fuck is his name yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. forgets <laughs> you know that guy um <laughs> it'll come to me later he also did troll uh not troll 2 oh, no. apparently uh the, <laughs> the famous forgettable one. one yeah right and terror vision which is a movie i can't believe we haven't done for this show yet um, oh god for half a second i th- I thought you were talking about terror eyes i was like no <laughs> terror eyes if only no terror vision is great because there's a theme song that's like terror vision oh man and they play it like a million times um dario argento that's it is uh yeah 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 <laughs> the yeah, guy yeah, who directed yeah. inferno and phenomena anyways and then my spotlight is on peter fernandez the dialogue director the and, what uh, now? he has yeah he has a lot of credits like this um and i wasn't sure a lot of italian like we've discussed before i think a lot of t- italian movies at the time um were just like dubbed after the fact because they yeah. you know didn't really care about getting the the sound on the day this yeah. one i thought i mean i didn't really notice it being um like adr there was some adr here and there but i didn't uh, even really think about it but i definitely yeah i didn't notice either yeah um but you know he probably directed like the little adr that there was and he did this uh it seems like mostly what he did was uh directing uh like dialogue uh voiceover stuff for dubs of other things like mm-hmm fistful of dollars and a few for a few dollars more he worked on okay uh but he also did uh well and cinema parody so uh day oh, of the dead God, stuff wow. like that um but he also did speed racer and ultraman oh um, so he was handling like italian stuff and also japanese stuff it must um, be a polyglot yeah i don't know or he's good just good at directing like english-speaking people yeah um he also did the ace ventura tv show um oh wow which i didn't know was a thing and courage the cowardly dog he uh directed the voice acting <laughs> for um and he also was a voice actor in courage the cowardly dog and uh speed racer ultraman a few of those other things that i mentioned oh my god so <laughs> i think that's kind of wild that this dude who worked on this like schlocky 80s horror movie also did like a cartoon yeah. network show and yeah. like a fucking uh you know for a few dollars more and courage the cowardly dog (laughs) that's so sick yeah (laughs) so good job probably the only the only person on the planet who worked on both 
Courage the Cowardly Dog, and the Dollars Trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think you might be right. (laughs) Somebody look into that and report back to us. Wow. Anyways. Wow. This movie... This is different than I was expecting. Um, Yeah. When I looked at the Wikipedia afterward, it called it a Jello film, which I feel like makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because it is very much more interested in, like, sort of seediness than horror. Yes. uh, I think. Uh, There is. I don't think there's a single woman in this movie who you don't see naked. Yeah. I'll say that from the top. Yeah. It's. There's also. (laughs) I was going to say there is so much more sex than there is blood and that's just like the reverse of what i want from my horror movies like this i (laughs) it helps to throw it in this light but like i just recently finally got around to watching evil dead rise which was fucking awesome by the way everyone should see that i gotta watch that Um, that's the one that just came out this year right yeah yeah it just came out a couple of months back but you can like rent it and stuff now yeah Um, yeah. it's it's very good i'll have to check it Um, out and it and it's a you know a very female driven cast and it at the same time is one of the most fucking hardcore horror movies i've ever seen <laughs> it's so brutal it's so awesome. great and then this one is just this one is like so the opposite of that there's no blood but at the same time it's like a lot of times even more upsetting oh yeah just because the content is just it's just really upsetting yeah <laughs> actually yeah now that you say it at least half of the women in the movie get raped at some point Uh uh-huh that's fine yeah Um, yeah putting that aside which i guess is weird to say (laughs) there were a few things i liked about it yeah um i feel like it it is a very strange movie Mm -hmm. it feels very like uncanny in weird ways at Mm -hmm. times which I think is kind of a hallmark of these kinds of, like, y- y- you know, uh, Enemy or The Double. Yeah. Uh, movies where someone is playing two, like, different characters. I don't know why, but they usually have this sort of, like, weird kind mm-hmm. of atmosphere to them. And I think they do a good job of pulling that off here. Um, yeah. It's, like, some of the cinematography is, like, pretty good. A lot yeah. of the set dressing is really nice. Like, it, a lot of yeah. the, you know, spaces are are very like mid-century modern and kind of retro and like so it looks pretty good um the music obviously is great but yeah mm-hmm. it's just like not a really fun time to watch yeah so let's go through and make fun of it <laughs> <laughs> um it starts on a freeze frame Mm-hmm. which I think is kind of a weird thing yes. to do. I've never really seen that before. As soon as uh, the camera started <laughs> moving when like the opening credits crawl was over, I was like, yeah. oh, that was a freeze. That's really <laughs> weird. Like, I had the exact same reaction. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Never seen that before. Um, yeah. But, you know, whatever. There's some lady who looks like Glenn Close, I wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and um, th- this is also, okay, <laughs> Here's something that happens in this movie. This dude commits murder just like in front of people constantly. Yeah. And yeah. no one ever like stops him or catches him. He's <laughs> real good at it. He does it so fast. Yeah. I don't know how it happens like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this this opening scene doesn't really matter except it's just like 
it just sets him up as the killer yeah they're in i mean they're at like this fancy dance or whatever and the the guy who we later learn is the killer he he just is dancing with this lady and is like flirting with her and being very romantic and then he kills her Mm -hmm. um it is kind of one of my favorite scenes in the movie just because it's shot really interestingly and there's the the one thing i also did want to call out is that there's at least one like theme slash motif in this movie and that's that there's mirrors everywhere all the time and i did think Mm -hmm. that was at least a little bit cool that they like yeah that was definitely intentional and it i noticed it and i was like okay (laughs) all right we're doing something here it's like a choice at least yeah yeah symbolizing something um then you know he just like walks away and gets away and uh we cut to the states where we meet our other uh michael moriarty character Mm-hmm. Dr. Mannings, he's got a girlfriend who is also, I guess, his subordinate at work, I think, which is totally cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and and everyone's like, how come he ain't married? He's a doctor and like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like Everyone throughout the movie really like talks about him as if he's like a golden god. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. just like, oh, he's so handsome. <laughs> and like, oh, <laughs> and we don't see any of that. Uh-uh. Um, I mean, I guess he's handsome. I don't know. He looks like a lot of dudes used to look back in like the late seventies. Yeah. And it also, um, so we briefly mentioned this when we we're talking about Michael Moriarty and like the acting, but like, so he plays two roles, right? These are the two yes. roles that he plays. He plays the crazy killer guy and he plays the doctor and they're twins. They used to be fraternal twins. They were separated uh, they basically at birth twins. or si- yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Siamese twins. <laughs> um, but, I feel like he has more success as the bad guy, like as the bad guy, honestly. And yeah. I'll talk about it later on when we get there, but he does some stuff that's like pretty compelling. And I think his mm-hmm. performance is pretty good, mm-hmm. but his performance as the doctor is just yeah. so fucking boring. Like it, it's maybe uh, wonder, it just like, seems like he just woke up from a nap the whole time. He's just yeah. kind of like, Oh, hmm, what's going on? Like, it just uh, kind of feels like he didn't, like he was trying too hard to differentiate the two characters. So yeah. he was like, oh, because the like evil guy is so like weird and charismatic, this guy has to be boring and like uninteresting right. completely. Um, which is not necessarily true. Again, like, you know, talking about enemy, you have two very different characters, but they're mm-hmm. still both like characters. <laughs> And like yeah, and you know, engaging. it definitely it could be a directing problem. It could yeah. be all sorts of different things. But yeah. it, when it comes down to it, I just I didn't really love the performance that he gave yeah. for a vast majority of the movie. You know what it reminded me of? It, it's I had a similar problem with Scanners. Um, I don't know if you ever saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the movie where guys you know guys can make each other's head explode. Um, yeah, which is awesome. Except the main character is so wooden in that movie too. And I feel like that can really affect, like, it really <laughs> does. Of a yeah. Film. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, this guy isn't totally boring because um, he sees visions of his brother. Now, can mm-hmm. he see his brother or can he just see through his brother's eyes? Because it's, it's kind of unclear. I got the. I thought it was he could just see through his brother's eyes. It was kind of a POV okay. type thing. Okay. I, and I guess sometimes the shot is just different so yeah. that we, the audience, can see what's happening. Yeah. Um, and he seems his motivations throughout the entire film are kind of strange to me. Oh my god, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> um, he's just like he, living his normal life when this like happens to him. He starts getting yeah. these visions of his his you know brother, who also, by the way, he uh, thought was dead, mm-hmm. um, but now knows is alive and is murdering people. Yeah, and he he wants to go. <laughs> so okay, so does he want to go? get his brother so that he can perform the like psycholog he invented some sort of psychological yeah like shock therapy basically um yeah. and he just wants to do that on his brother i think is his motivation it seems like it he definitely said something like pretty early on about like i have to go get him i bet i can get him out of the country or something that made me go like yeah uh huh what what not you- like <laughs> i have to go stop him right which is what i and thought it turns it was into be. that eventually but well, sort of. Like, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, at the beginning, his he never seems too bothered by the murders that his no. brother is committing. No. He's just kind of like, oh, he's murdering people, but, you know, he's my brother, so I got to go get him. He's still alive. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so he talks to uh, his girlfriend about this, and she basically immediately believes him, which I thought yep. was kind of crazy. <laughs> Man, yeah, this girl. Ugh. She is way too good for him. She is such a ride or die. Like, yeah, but like <laughs> to the point of naivete, you know. Well, like, yeah, she's gonna get in trouble if she yeah. just keeps, especially her fucking plan at the end. We'll we'll get there, but no, oh, yeah. Oh my god, this is insane. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyways, fucking what else happens? Um. He, he goes calls to the guy Germany, a tight ass. Right? <laughs> he goes, he has like some funding thing, and he like talks shit to the guys who he's trying to get money from. Which is oh like, yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Fucking who cares? He goes to um. Oh no! First he goes to the insane asylum slash old folks home. I couldn't figure out which one it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> Could be either. A, uh, yeah. It's just old people there, but they seem crazy. Um. <laughs> And he goes to talk to his aunt? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. She she is the one who took him in when his parents died. Um, mm. And she seems to know at this point that Keith Keith is the evil twin. Yeah. Does she know that Keith killed the parents? Because it's treated like a huge revelation at the end of the movie. And I was like, I thought we already knew that. Yeah, she definitely seems like she because she mistakes him for Keith in her old age and then like has a fit about it, right? Yeah. So like she's afraid of Keith. Yeah, I don't know. Keith seems. also like burned down. The timeline of the the past events is yeah. kind of hard to pin down, but yeah. um, there's a lot that were... happened. Like <laughs> they were born, you know, conjoined. They got separated pretty much at birth, and then their parents died, and then. The doc was told that Keith died, but apparently Keith didn't really die, and then they were raised separately, and Keith ended up in fucking Germany somehow. I don't know. Yeah. They, I don't think they ever addressed, like, what happened to Keith. Yeah. Um, he just became a crazy murderer, I guess. Uh, anyways, uh, he just he fucks off after that. I don't know. He mm. um, goes, uh, goes to fucking Germany. <laughs> I'm looking he goes at my, to Germany. I'm looking at the... my... <laughs> my notes and it just says titties out for some exposition oh yeah um, there's lots of like, boobs in this movie I, yeah also i don't think keith kills a clothed woman throughout the entire film yeah um every time he kills someone they're naked first keith loves putting jam in his coffee 
Oh my god, uh, that's so weird. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh no, Craig, Craig, wait, I think they both do, and it's like a weird, oh, we're twins. They both do it, yeah. Is um, this a thing that anyone has ever done, or is it like dude, a weird thing they made up for this movie? Not that I have ever fucking seen, and if anyone ever did do that in front of me, I would just leave. <laughs> Stand up and walk away. I think you gotta try it now because <laughs> I don't drink coffee, and one of us has to. So All right, I'll report back. I'll put some jam in your so. coffee next time and tell us about it. Um, Maybe it's super good. He meets the fucking fifty-year-old prize fighter, mm-hmm. which is the fucking funniest character in the whole movie. Um, yeah, it's just this dude who is just every bit of fifty years old, fifty-five years old, and is just like, oh yeah, I'm 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 a wrestler. I wrestle now. Yeah, he's like, I and can get back into it. I need. I just need you to clear me to to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Craig is a uh, a uh, uh, you know he helped him rehabilitate after a bad fight okay. like Actually, years and years ago or something. Yeah. Wait a second. I'm so just realizing this though. now. The daughter of the prize fighter guy is mm-hmm. like, oh, he he like helped his, him when he broke his arm or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But in the present day, it seems like Craig is like a psychologist or like a, some sort of like yeah, psychotherapist kind of guy. So what, <laughs> like, did he go from like a surgeon to, I mean, <laughs> I guess that's something you could do theoretically. Theoretically, but... yeah. I mean, I, I, they're, they're expecting us to just be <laughs> doctor. Yeah, 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 he's a doctor. What do you him, want? Him doctor. Yeah. Him, he, him heal people. Stuff. He fixes him do your arm things. and then he fixes your brain. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, this is Cameron Mitchell. And um, so he sees Keith and thinks he is Craig is what happens. That's right. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. like, and Craig just kind of, or ugh, Keith, Craig and Keith, they could have like chosen yeah. better, like more differentiating names. <laughs> but Keith just kind of goes along with it. Um, yeah. I guess because he likes fucking with people. Um, and what? Like goes to his gym? Goes and sees him at the gym. Meets the girl there. His daughter. The prize fighter's daughter, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just goes and murders this old guy in a park. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, oh, you got to come see me train tomorrow morning. Uh, and Keith is like, okay. And he goes and meets him in this park and beats him to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it's kind of a long and awkward and kind of goofy, honestly, scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I do like, there's a thing that happens here that I think I, I like that happens sometimes in horror movies that I like where mm-hmm. you have, it's when the person realizes that the killer is like the killer or like a, the evil bad yeah, person. Yeah. And, and yeah. you get that moment of like the sort of almost like, it's such a funny thing of like the relief that you as a viewer feel when that sort of turn happens because up until then it's like this is just like a weird awkward social interaction and then the person realizes like oh shit this guy's gonna kill me and then it becomes like much more cut and dry i I don't know what it is but it it always to me like yeah like i feel relief before the kill happens (laughs) it's almost i get what um, you mean yeah yeah it's so funny to me and i I realized it while watching this like you know because he starts sort of like fucking with him like keith does and the guy's like, what are you doing? Hey, come on. And then yeah. um, it just becomes more and more clear that he's beating him to death. There's one in particular where he just like fucking rails on him right in the gut. Mm-hmm. He just like p- 
punches him in the gut as fucking hard as he can. Yeah. And he doubles over, and then he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they said he had a bad heart. I thought he was punching him in the heart. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, shit. Yeah. And um, the the daughter runs up just in time to see him land the final blow. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also other people, like, in the park. Like, again, you can see people yeah. in the background just kind of walking around yeah. as this old man is beat to, not even that old, but beat to death in the middle of the daylight. Ugh. So, Wild. yeah. How does she get involved with Craig, then? I don't remember. So, so what, what happens... Um, Craig is in Germany. Mm-hmm. Keith is in Germany, mm-hmm. and Keith makes a call to the daughter, saying, and he uses like a funny voice. He's like, "Hey, I saw the guy that you're looking for. He's gonna be at such and such mall or whatever." That's right. And yeah. then he goes to the mall to lure Craig to the mall because Craig will see through his eyes where he is, mm-hmm. and it totally works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the daughter tries to stab Craig. That's right. Okay, yes. Craig is very calm about it. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, how about instead of stabbing me, you have sex with me? Well, yeah. And this is also another thing where, like, he's like, ah, you're going to kill an innocent man? That was my brother who killed all those people. And she's like, oh, okay. And she just goes, okay. And he's like, why would you believe that? Like, what are the so fucking chances stupid. that this murderer would have a twin who would yeah. also be there? I would be like, uh, no, you're just the murderer. Like, come with me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, you, you were saying. Uh, and then they have sex. And, uh. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> for also for no reason. It's not, it doesn't matter to the story at all. It doesn't, no yeah. one ever brings it up ever again. He never yeah. brings it up with his girlfriend. He never seemingly and she and it's it's like not like he did anything. Oh, it happens after he goes to meet with Keith and Keith like punches him in the face and knocks him out. I don't even remember what happened there, but um, she helps him and like takes him back to her apartment and and like cleans him up and like caresses his chest and then just starts like kissing him and then takes all of her clothes off. Yeah. And like (laughs) and she and she even has a line where she's like. You know, what am I, what am I, I can't believe I'm so attracted to the man who looks like the guy who killed my dad or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I also yeah. can't believe that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, movie. As soon as that's over, Keith fucking shows up, obviously, and mm-hmm. he like drugs Craig in the bathroom. And then, and this is, we alluded to this earlier, there's a very, very hard to watch and uh, a very graphic rape scene that occurs here. Mm-hmm. And I've it's fucking the worst it the thing about this movie that pissed me off the most I think was that it purports to have an interest in uh you know discussing like psychosomatic sexual deviance Mm. but we know nothing about this guy we don't know like what made him this way we have no background on him so any kind of exploration you want to do with this is going to be, you know, shallow and meaningless mm-hmm. and just for shock value. And that's all it is. It's just. Yeah. Gross. I forgot that there are those lines about like how he can't perform in the bedroom or yeah. something. Keith. He says during it, he's like, tell me who's better. Me or me or my brother. Like, you have mm-hmm. to tell me who's better. Yeah. It's just it's this. It's a very. 80s and 90s idea of like icky sex thing 
equals icky bad guy who kills people. They're all the same. Every icky bad guy does icky sex thing. Yeah. And, you know, we now have come to understand it in a lot more, like, nuanced way. But it just... It's very of the time, and it's very mm-hmm. gross, and I did not yeah. enjoy it. And and it's very much like you know, Jello films are kind of yeah. Not all of them are this like sleazy and uncomfortable, but uh, yeah. it is present in that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and then he kills her afterwards. Mm-hmm. I have a note that says this is so weird. Um, this was one of the scenes too, though, where like maybe it was just because I was trying not to pay attention to what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is a cool ass room. Well, yeah, like there's a the light... big, huge fish tank. Yeah, at the head of the bed. That's a, the light source as well. It was fucking yeah. cool. It was wild. I really like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I also noticed that as I was trying to ignore what was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, we skipped over one thing. I I saw it in my notes. Um, when Keith and and Craig are are having a chat uh, before Keith knocks him out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Keith seems to be trying to convince him that like, and this kind of makes sense. Like, why would you believe these visions of me killing people? Like, right. You know, you just saw visions of random shit happening, uh, and then he says something about like you want me to be the evil twin because that makes you the good one or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "That's such an interesting thing, too." I can't believe because, we didn't talk about that scene. Yeah. yeah, we we do sort of get. I feel like that's a good point with um, uh, Craig because we he do see him sort of, I think, be like almost titillated by these visions of murder that he's having and this sort yeah. of like persona that his his brother has. And it's not until he kills this uh, this lady in the scene we were just talking about that I think Craig is like, "All right, fuck this guy." Mm-hmm. That scene by far is the best acting we get to see from Michael Moriarty as well. That's the mm-hmm. scene I was talking about earlier where like his performance, particularly as Keith in that scene, is like super compelling and very, mm-hmm. very it's very like childlike and, and sort yeah. of unselfconscious in a way yeah. that like a lot of times like psychopaths are. Yeah. Um, and he, he seems he's like so excited to see Craig. Yeah. And like yeah, it's really yeah, I think that's one of the better scenes of the film. Yeah, for sure. So, Craig wakes up in the bathroom. He walks out and sees the dead body of this lady, and then mm-hmm. uh, throws up. Mm-hmm. And then, um, in the Keith meantime, has... Keith calls yeah. the police. Uh-huh. And the police have already been hassling Craig because he yeah. looks like you know the guy who's been murdering all these people. Yeah. Um, but now they have caught him in the act, sort of. So they take him away. Goes to jail. Calls his girlfriend. The girlfriend calls the fucking cops or the embassy or whatever. And they're Mm -hmm. like, no, the brother is dead. Look, we have his fucking death certificate right here. He's been dead for years. Mm -hmm. Um, So she hops on a plane. She comes over to help. Mm -hmm. In a really interesting way. (laughs) This is where Keith is trying to get to East Berlin. Um, Oh, yeah. Really just killing people. (laughs) I was killing so many people. Um, but yeah, and then he, I think he realizes that Craig is watching him. So he's like, well, I'll just kill this cabbie and not take this ride. Um, and then the girlfriend has an idea. What did you say her name was? Julie? Julie, yeah. So Julie's there. She shows up. She she meets with Craig in the prison. And she's like, I have an idea. Uh, wait, something else happens in there. Because she sees him at the prison through the like through the wall mm-hmm. and then she comes back and sees him again and she's allowed to like touch him and she hugs him 
And he's like, oh, oh I think what it was is Keith kills the prostitute. That's that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. she's like, well, that couldn't possibly have been yeah. him. Um, yeah, so they're still holding Craig. He's still in jail, but they've like lessened up, I guess. Like he's in less of a high security kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's allowed to talk to Julie more. And so Julie's like, if I, I, I guess her plan is to go find him and then you know, trust that Craig will see through his eyes and like see where they are and save the day mm-hmm. and or like send the cops or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, it starts out as kind of a good plan because she uh-huh. arranges to meet him at the airport, which is a public safe place. Yeah. And um, then just first thing he calls her at the airport and she picks up the phone. He's and 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 he's like, Keith is like, why don't you leave the airport and go into this dark park? <laughs> yeah, this dark down the street park where no one is. And she's like, mm, okay. Do, 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 do. That's and, so dumb. Um, yeah, obviously he's there. Mm-hmm. He tells her to like drop her bag or whatever and like go into this greenhouse. Yeah. And then he follows her into the greenhouse and he pulls out a switchblade and he cuts off her clothes. And, uh... um, and this was really weird. I, again, I don't really know what her plan was here i don't either Um, man like i this and that's the problem too with i don't know if you're going to do a movie like this like it has to stand up to close inspection like (laughs) you know we have if you're doing stuff that is so like morally reprehensible there has to be a reason there has to be a reason and there's just not here yeah she she says, uh, you don't have to rape me. And Ugh. I seemingly, I guess she doesn't, like, I, I don't know if she genuinely doesn't mind if they have sex or if she's trying to, like, put him at ease. Dude. Like, if she's sacrificing <laughs> herself to him. Or... That was that was the line that broke me. That was the line that, because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's a very serious scene, but, like, when that line happened, it sort of sounded at first that she was just like suggesting that he not like she's like mm, <laughs> you don't have to rape me like, yeah, you don't have to rape me we could just not do that like and then i realized i was like oh she's implying that she's going to comply um yeah and the way you know i don't i hope i'm not reading this incorrectly because i feel like it would be offensive if i was but it seems like she gets off while they're yes, doing no, this yes uh and that I impossible to say impossible to say if she was faking maybe it she was not, faking but, it yeah who knows but we all but saw yeah what is it when harry met sally <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's a weird scene it is so weird it's a weird scene um, it does not feel good yeah but but uh she is i guess successful in sort of luring keith into a false sense of security because he has put down the knife yep uh she picks it up and fucking stabs him yep and that was I pretty was tight like, i did like that i did like that she got to do the stabbing yeah and and also <laughs> but also i'm like okay so what the fuck is craig up to like what, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> i half expected him to be like mad at her for killing his brother <laughs> anyways um yeah, what it cuts to like Craig and and them at the morgue, like going to look at the body. Yeah, and we have uh, again. This is like what is dumb like, stinger. 
contributes to like the well it, it is dumb but it's also like it's like not scary it's just like really weird it's and uncomfortable yeah. i guess yeah where like keith gets off the slab and throws craig onto the slab and like yeah. shoves him into the yeah the whatever and and he and it's on him in there for a while just going like yeah that was a weird shot i remember thinking that too like okay this has gone on for a while yeah but i kind of liked it um i would have liked it if that was the end but um i would have liked it if this next part was the end before he goes in the room so he shows up at uh julie's hotel right and he Mm -hmm. steps off the elevator and there's a big mirror and he just stands and stares at himself in the mirror for like Mm-hmm. 20 seconds that was maybe my favorite part of the whole movie i was like yeah. mirrors ah yeah good stuff. we're doing something um yeah but no he instead goes into the hotel room and sort of kind of assaults julie again sexually it's just the worst because <laughs> she's crying this time and she's like yeah who this, are you it's so weird yeah and that's you like know. how the movie ends <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there's a different way to show that like maybe a little bit of keith is living on in craig other than right now he's a, a mean sex guy yeah but this yeah. whole movie is about sex stuff this basically. is a mean sex movie so yeah <laughs> he fits right in Oof, i don't know man i didn't have a good time <laughs> watching this <laughs> yeah that's fair i i again i like the sort of weirdness of it Yes, um, me too. I generally sort of like the Jallo kind of thing, um, and you know, even even a lot of them are sort of uh, uh, sleazy in this kind of way. Um, but I feel like it's just like more well, acceptable when it's handled better. Yeah, that's it's all about the way that it's presented. You know, just because a piece of media has offensive content in it does not make that piece of media offensive inherently. I think that that just happens to be the case here though. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think it has gross stuff in it and it's just kind of a gross movie. Yeah. And I, I don't even think like the movie is, <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird to like, the movie is not like, you know, saying anything bad. Like it's no. not like an offensive no. movie. It's just like, no, uncaringly like throwing this stuff in your face for like shock value. And that in itself right. is like, a little bit uncomfortable and you're like it doesn't yeah okay. it doesn't do anything for me I, I don't mean to you know start any like witch hunts over this shit it's not no, that no. big a deal it's just yeah. not it doesn't do anything for me it's just another schlocky movie that is yeah. schlock and like whatever yeah yeah but it is free but it's free <laughs> hooray we're back back at it i found this on a uh i think i said on here i i rebooted my uh, YouTube, so I lost all of my old playlists, and I went through oh, and no. found some found some more playlists again, and this was on one of them. So hooray! Nice. Thanks YouTube, um, and thanks dear listener for Thank coming you. along with us on this adventure. Um, if you are enjoying the show and you want to tell your friends about it, you can do that. That would be cool to do. Um, you can send us emails as well. Yeah, email us at brokeboxoffice at gmail.com. Tell us trivia or fun facts or tell us about your day. We don't give a shit. Um, And and yeah. Come back next time. I I didn't uh, really think about what we would do next time. We'll get Um, there. We'll figure it out. Wait a second. Hold on. Is this... This can't be right. Hmm. Um, I guess Aladdin is on YouTube. Do you want to do that? <laughs> Aladdin. 
<laughs> I just sure. searched free full movies, and it's one of the top results. How in the world could Disney allow this? <laughs> you better watch it quick. <laughs> yeah. this. I mean, hey, this is another one that we used to watch a bunch as a kid. Uh, yeah, so, listen. Aladdin. Our... <laughs> the show is broadening, and so if we can find it on YouTube for free at one point in time, then it counts. <laughs> it's been up for two years, dude. Holy shit. How is this what? possible? <laughs> okay, love it. Can't wait. Aladdin, right. Aladdin go watch it. Everyone watch it. <laughs> you probably own it. <laughs> see you next time. Uh, see you next time. Make sure you don't uh, do anything from this movie. <laughs> Keep an eye on your twins this week, ah. everybody. Mamma mia, that's a spicy movie ball. Bye.